$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Welcome to Least of These, where I cover the cases that need it most, because every life matters and everyone deserves justice. I'm your host, Leah D. Today, I'll be continuing coverage of the murder of Nicole Rose Scott in Manatee County, Florida. Let's get right to it. Let's run through a quick recap. On September 29, 2021, Benjamin Wade Moulton strolled into the Manatee County Sheriff's Office and confessed to the brutal murder of 29-year-old mother of three, Nicole Rose Scott, because, according to statements he made to investigators, he had found Jehovah and couldn't live with the guilt anymore. Nikki, as she was known by friends and family, had been murdered 10 years prior in December of 2011. And for years, investigators and Nikki's friends and family had their eyes on Moulton, but there was never enough to connect him directly with her murder. He had been arrested in February of 2012, just months after Nikki was found beaten and strangled to death in a remote area of Manatee County for an attack on a sex worker. The details of that incident were strikingly similar to Nikki's murder. But who is Benjamin Wade Moulton? And his family? Well, let's go ahead and pop open that can of worms. When Moulton confessed, he provided details that hadn't been released to the public, details only the killer would know. And that was enough to arrest him on the spot for the murder of Nicole Rose Scott. According to police documents, the address listed on the arrest report was 4234 Sunnyland Street, Sarasota, Florida. It's the same address listed on that probable cause affidavit from back in 2012 when he attacked that woman at the Flamingo Inn. It's an address that the police should be pretty familiar with at this point. It's the address of Sunnyland Manor, which according to its own website, sunnylandmanor.com, is licensed by the state of Florida as a six-bed assisted living facility. Sunnyland Assisted Living Facility is located in the heart of beautiful Sarasota, Florida. It's a small, family-like environment that specializes in one-on-one personal care for residents with dementia-related illnesses. 
offering long-term care solutions, allowing residents to age in place. Residents of Sunnyland benefit from the small, family-like environment where personal attention is given to their individual needs. Oh, and this facility is accredited by the Florida Assisted Living Association, or so their website proclaims. What they didn't list on the About Us section is that a murderer and a child molester both lived and worked at the facility. These people were taking care of senior citizens with dementia. Is there anything more frightening? Huge shout out to Chris Anderson at the Sarasota Herald Tribune, who is practically the only one covering the history of Sunnyland Manor and the Moulton family, and he's doing it well. Most of the information in this episode about Sunnyland I obtained from several articles written by Chris. I'll link his information in the show notes. I highly recommend you check his work out. In 2005, Earl Moulton and his wife Sue opened an assisted living facility specifically to care for residents with dementia in Sarasota called Sunnyland. Three years later, a second in Bradenton known as Silver Lake Manor. And as far as anyone knew at first, things appeared to be going well. According to SeniorCare.com, placing a relative at Sunnyland costs an average of about $2,500 a month, and it's got a five-star review. But a little digging reveals that review is based off only ever receiving two reviews, and one of them is from Jeremy Moulton. So I wouldn't really put too many eggs in that basket. But at first glance at the photos on their Facebook, and you see smiling faces of residents posed with a big fish. An older gentleman riding a golf cart and cracking jokes with a younger man. Several tribute posts to residents that have passed on, which is to be expected. Family visits, and again, lots of smiles. It appears to be a small family atmosphere, much like it was described on their website. But what was going on behind those smiles? Five years after the doors to Sunnyland opened in 2010, Earl Moulton was arrested on 12 counts of capital sexual battery, two counts of lewd and lascivious conduct, two counts of exposing a minor to harmful materials, and two counts of lewd and lascivious molestation. And in case you lost count, that's almost 20 charges in total. In a complaint obtained by Chris Anderson of the Herald Tribune, Earl Moulton's own daughter had brought forth the accusations. The victims? His own granddaughters. The details? So graphic and disturbing, the outlet refused to report them, only stating that according to records in 2010, he had his five-year-old granddaughter, Pinky promised not to tell a secret after she spent the night. And when this son of a bitch was confronted with what he had done, he attempted to off himself with pills at the assisted living facility. This abuse had started back in 2007, when this monster was running both assisted living facilities. When the arrest warrant was issued, Earl was in the hospital after being Baker acted for his suicide attempt. The address on the warrant? None other than the residential facility Silver Lake Manor. 
And this wasn't the first time he had attempted suicide, according to reports, again obtained by the Herald Tribune. Earl Moulton's daughter and mother to the victims also alleged he had, quote, violent incest with one of his sons, and again when confronted, he attempted suicide. I couldn't find anything on exactly which son was allegedly abused by Earl Moulton, but I can tell you that Earl Moulton Sr. was convicted and sentenced to a minimum of 135 years in prison. In 2016, after only serving a little more than a year, he died while incarcerated. And perhaps true justice is being served nice and hot in the pits of hell. After Earl Moulton was sent to prison, the facility known as Silver Lake Manor in Bradenton shut down. However, Sunnyland operations continued, business as usual, with his wife Sue running the place, since her husband was sent to prison and then later dead. But that wouldn't be the end of the crimes committed by the Moulton men, not by a long shot. In 2013, Earl's namesake, Earl Moulton III, was charged with domestic battery by strangling for choking his sister, the same sister whose daughters were victims of their father. At least one of her daughters actually witnessed their mother being strangled by their uncle, as if these children hadn't suffered enough. You know, all this talk about Earl has me thinking about a Dixie Chick song. You know the one. Something about Marianne and Wanda and some black-eyed peas? It all seems very relevant about right now. If you know, you know. Anywho, while all this was going down, Benjamin Wade Moulton was on a crime spree all of his own. And yes, still living at Sunnyland and interacting with the residents who suffer from dementia. A child molester, a domestic abuser, you know what would make the ultimate trio? A murderer. They really have it all at Sunnyland, don't they? But the murder, or even the attack on the sex worker we referred to as Jill in the last episode, weren't Benjamin Wade Moulton's only crimes. Oh, of course not. His criminal record dates back to 2000, and his early charges are pretty minor, mostly traffic infractions. In 2011, however, Benjamin Moulton kicked off a crime spree that lasted years. And these are obviously just the crimes we know about. In the first two days of December that year, he picked up Jill outside the Flamingo Inn, choked, beat, raped, and left her for dead. She survived. He was charged, but unfortunately, at some point, the charges were dropped. He then attacked 29-year-old Nicole Rose Scott beat her, and then strangled her to death. Her body was found dumped in that remote area in Manatee County. On Christmas Day 2011, he was charged with DUI after an officer witnessed him swerving and hitting the center divider in the road. According to Law and Crime, on January 26, 2012, Benjamin Moulton was back at it again when he broke into a woman's home in Sarasota County, Florida, grabbed a knife from her kitchen, and shoved her into a bedroom. The woman called 911, and Benjamin Moulton hightailed it out of there and was later found hiding nearby. He was subsequently arrested and charged with burglary and battery. 
In September of 2012, Moulton got drunk at a bar and then got into an altercation with employees at said bar and had to be restrained by three people until officers arrived, arrested him, and he was charged with battery. And from there on, Benjamin Moulton continued to break the law and over the coming years was charged with another DUI, obstructing an officer without violence, a few more traffic infractions, open container, and possession of marijuana. According to the Sarasota Herald Tribune in 2018, Moulton threatened to crack his ex-girlfriend's head open, spill her guts, and shoot her with a sniper rifle in a Facebook post, writing, quote, When I'm finished, Red Cross can't even clean up the mess. I mean, charming, right? And as we all know, on September 29, 2021, Benjamin Wade Moulton strolled into the Manatee County Sheriff's Office and confessed to the brutal murder of Nikki Scott 10 years earlier. Because again, according to him, he had found Jehovah and couldn't live with the guilt anymore. The question as to who had killed Nikki had haunted the community and her family for years. And now they finally knew beyond a shadow of a doubt who killed Nikki, but why? That's an answer only Benjamin Moulton can provide. Although no matter what his reasoning is, there's no justification for taking a mother away from her children, a sister away from her brother. The lives of Nikki Scott's family have forever been changed. For 10 years, they waited for answers while this douche canoe ran around terrorizing Southwest Florida. And I've got another question. How in the hell did these twisted people manage to run not one, but two assisted living facilities for decades without anyone batting an eye? Benjamin Moulton's photographs and videos with residents are all over the Sunnyland Facebook as recent as the end of 2018. And the address listed on the report, you know, the 2021 arrest report after Benjamin had his come to Jehovah moment and confessed, 4234 Sunnyland Street, aka Sunnyland Assisted Living Facility. And while one might assume at this point, authorities would step in and, I don't know, protect the elderly from murderers, well, you'd be wrong, because up to the date of this recording, Sunnyland remains open. So maybe you'd think the proper authorities haven't been notified about the monsters lurking at Sunnyland. Sorry, friend, you'd be wrong again. According to the Herald Tribune, in February of 2012, an investigation was launched by the Florida State's Agency of Healthcare Administration, or AHCA, after a complaint came in from a resident's family member stating that Benjamin Moulton was always on the property. And so, AHCA visited the property and interviewed Sue Moulton, Benjamin's mother, and she told them that a SWAT team had shown up and arrested her son at the facility while he was fixing sprinklers just the day prior to AHCA showing up. The reason? That incident in January that year where he broke into a woman's home and lifted the kitchen knife. 
And while AHCA saw no need to ensure that Moulton was removed from the property immediately to protect the residents, it is revealed through the agency's own reports obtained by the Herald Tribune that the Department of Children and Families had removed Benjamin Moulton's minor son, who had been living there at the time, according to Sue Moulton for, quote, what his father did further stating that her son had been accused of killing someone, but he would never do that. In March of 2012, AHCA fined Sunnyland a whopping $2,000 for failing to remove him after his arrest for burglary and battery, stating his presence at the facility threatened the emotional health, safety, and security of the clients. You think? But did AHCA follow up? Did they ensure that this man was no longer allowed to be around dementia patients who are extremely vulnerable because of their condition? It appears the answer to that question is a resounding hell no. State business records show Benjamin Wade Moulton was listed as Chief Financial Officer for Sunnyland in 2014 and then again from 2018 to 2021. You know, all the way up until he walked into the Manatee County Sheriff's Office and confessed to a brutal murder. I'm guessing Sunnyland will have to find a new CFO, or perhaps he can run it from behind bars. At this point, who knows? I know, I know. Business records are hard to find. Maybe AHCA or the Florida Assisted Living Association didn't know how to file for public information. But can they Google? Use Facebook? Because a two-second Google search pulls up Moulton's LinkedIn, where he claims to be a state-certified administrator at Sunnyland Assisted Living Facility for the past 11 years. In the About section, Moulton claims, quote, my experience, along with a good education, makes me a well-rounded leader. Then some BS about document management systems and streamlining record retention. He goes on to write, I enjoy working with a team or leading a team to solve complex multi-layer issues. Blah, blah, blah. His specialties? Accounting, computer admin, insurance accounting, revenue accounting, and problem-solving. His rap sheet determined that was a lie. But perhaps all agencies involved missed the LinkedIn account. But did they also miss Sunnyland's Facebook page? Because Benjamin Wade Moulton's mug is splashed all over it. Again, as recent as 2018, six whole-ass years after a supposed investigation was launched into Sunnyland. There are selfies of him posed with residents, videos where it appears he and he alone was taking elderly dementia patients fishing at a lake off the property. Y'all, the damn cover photo, you know, the one proudly displayed at the top, is this guy with a resident. You can't make this shit up. Where you at, Agency of Healthcare? Florida Assisted Living Association? Adult Protective Services? We owe our senior citizens so much more than this. And we owe it to Nikki Scott, whose life was cut tragically short at the hands of a monster who was left free to prey on others for 10 years. <laughs> 
a mother of three who, although she struggled herself, always shared what little she had with others. Let's end the reign of terror of the Moulton family and investigate fully what is and has happened behind the doors of Sunnyland and the now-closed Silver Lake Manor. Let's do it for Nikki. To report abuse, neglect, or exploitation of an older adult or an adult with a disability residing in a long-term care facility, you can call Adult Protective Services in your area. You can remain anonymous. If you have any information about the murder of Nicole Rose Scott or information about Benjamin Wade Moulton, please call the Manatee County Crime Stoppers at one 866 634-TIPS or 8477. I also want to share again, if you're listening and you or someone you know have been the victim of a sexual assault but are afraid to report to the police, please don't suffer in silence. You can find help and guidance at a rape crisis center. Either Google the center closest to you or if you're in the U.S., call the National Sexual Assault Hotline at 1-800-656-HOPE or 4673. As always, you can find more information about this case on my Instagram at least underscore of these or my Facebook at least of these. New episodes drop every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. I'll be bringing you an all-new case next week. You won't want to miss it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for caring. If you know something, say something. And until next time, be good to each other.